to worship with this community today, but all alum that are worshiping with us. Will you please give them another warm welcome here this morning? And we just want to take a few minutes to introduce the award recipients and give a very brief description of the work they do. Once we announce their name, please stand. We'll ask the recipients to please stand once we announce your name so the community can thank you. The first time, the first lifetime service award winner graduated as class president from ENC in 1951 and has been a professor at ENC for more than 60 years. He has authored 10 books and numerous articles, including two volumes on the history of ENC. Please help me in congratulating Dr. James Cameron. The next Lifetime Service Award winner began his career teaching at the UVM College of Medicine and later became a family practitioner, opening a hospital to serve the people of Northern Vermont. He recently celebrated his 100th birthday. Please help me in congratulating Dr. Roger Mann. The next Lifetime Service Award winner planted a Nazarene church in Japan and has served as professor, principal, pastor, chaplain, and author of, of various Christian organizations in Japan over the past 51 years. Please help me con in congratulating Reverend John Minoru Murai. The final Lifetime Service Award winners, past, winner pastored over 50 years in churches around the U.S., including Hawaii. He is still involved with pastoral counseling out of his home by phone and email. His wife taught elementary education while her husband attended seminary. She then served alongside him in the ministry as she raised their three children and later became an adult teacher. Please help me in congratulating Reverend Fred and Beatrice Wanger. Our Achievement Award winner worked at the Child Crisis Center for over 25 years, specializing in child abuse prevention, child management and discipline, step families, military family support, relatives raising a relative child, and father engagement. Will you help me in congratulating Mrs. Carol Rydell Lupinski? Our first Emerging Leaders Award winner directs the, the Center for International Development and serves as Associate Professor of Business at Point Loma Nazarene University. He has spent the majority of his career working in microfinance, economic development, poverty alleviation, and missions. Please congratulate, with me, Dr. Robert Gailey. Deuxième émergent, primidaire que nous gagnons, gagnons développement business et une compagnie, conciliation légale, 
qui est spécial dans la zone de amusement, nouveaux technologies et philanthropie. Les joueurs plus grand joie dans la capacité pour faire travail charité. Côté le travail comme un tête membre et représentant pour Yele Haïti. Deux ans de ça, ils se parlé dans l'INC pour marquer le premier anniversaire de tremblement de terre en Haïti. Our second Emerging Leader Award winner has his own business development and legal consulting company that specializes in the areas of entertainment, new technology, and philanthropy. His greatest joy comes from his ability to do charity work, including the work he did as board member and official spokesperson for Yale Haiti. Two years ago, he spoke in chapel here at ENC to mark the first anniversary of the Haiti earthquake. Please congratulate Mr. Samuel Jean. Carol Bradley Hall of Fame inductees. She played volleyball at ENC, participating on teams compiling a 129-56 record. As a basketball player, she averaged 18 points per game with a 38-point game high record and career 1,334 points. Please help me in congratulating Mrs. Alicia Thatcher. He played basketball at ENC and scored 1,421 career points. He also was a baseball catcher with a career 300 batting average and played one year of soccer. Please congratulate Mr. Lloyd Shannon. These women were the first team ever to make it to the NCAA Division III Championship Tournament and the Sweet 16 Atlantic Regionals Finals. The team finished the regular season with an overall 25-2 record, winning the Commonwealth Coast Conference. Please, please congratulate the 1999-2000 women's basketball team. And there were only two on the team, which is really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this team was one of the first successful teams in ENC athletics. They compiled a 15-1 record and won the Kings tournament for the first time in school history. Their winning margin was more than 20 points per game. Please congratulate the 1958-1959 men's basketball team. And I'd just like to say all of these men will be playing tomorrow in the alumni game. Our alumnus of the year recently completed his 50th year as a teacher, principal, regional or community superintendent, 33 of those years in the nationally recognized Montgomery County Public Schools. Now retired, he works with his wife as a senior consultant to the Mobile, Alabama Public County School System. Please congratulate Dr. William Wilhoyt.
gonna give it up one more time for these distinguished alumni. And now we're going to bless the Lord for a couple of moments for their accomplishments and even for yours who are mentioned. The song simply says, bless the Lord with me. Can we thank our worship team this morning? Shortly after I arrived here at ENC to serve as chaplain, uh, I got to, of course, wanted to spend time to get to know Dr. Cameron. And he said, one of the greatest classes to ever come through Eastern Nazarene College was the class of 1972. Now, I'm sure today, Dr. Cameron, you would clarify, in addition to every other class that may be represented here today, but anyway, so the class of 72 was one of the greatest, and we're going to have uh, five recipients come in a moment, and I'm going to have them introduce themselves, but in addition to the five recipients, or the five uh, people we're going to be interviewing, you're not getting an award, I'm sorry, Uh, you got so excited there for a moment, so... I apologize. Uh, In addition to the five we're going to meet this morning, many of you know, many of you have had them in class, you've seen them working on campus. Others uh, that have graduated with a class of 72 have worked here at ENC, including Susan Watkins, James Cook, Gerald Wood, Ronald Bradley, John Esty, Mark Bromley, Susan Calhoun-Gardner, and Douglas Sorensen. Dr. Cameron writes, I first became aware of the outstanding service of this class to ENC when I looked around and realized that the class of 72 represents well over a century of service to their alma mater. And so we were doing some calculations, Dr. Cameron, just the five that are going to be up here in a moment have over 150 years of service to ENC. And then if you take the others that were mentioned here, uh, it's well over 200 years of service to Eastern Nazarene College. So we can thank, they're embarrassed now because like now they know how old we are. See, that's the problem. That's, That's the problem. But uh, we'll, uh, in a moment, I'm going to ask if you could come now. Will you please welcome Don Yorksa, Janie Graves, Linda Scott, Dan McCabe, and Jan Lanham. Remind me to fire the worship team for not getting this ready ahead of time. It only feels like 135 to me. I don't know. 135 years? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't feel like 150. So I was talking to Dr. Yerix. I don't know why I'm in the middle. Um, <laughs> so as I think of that Sesame Street song, which one just doesn't fit in here? I just feel like that's me uh, right now. But... Uh, uh, Dr. Yerkesay has a bunch of stories. I asked them to share a humorous story, something funny from their time at ENC, something that is a memory that they still laugh about when they talk with friends. Maybe many of you have such stories. And then Dr. Yerkesay said, I can't tell any of those. Um, so I don't know if you were able to come up with one appropriate uh, thing to share before the Lord here this morning as we worship our God. Um, a story you'd like to share, and there are others as well that would like to share. <laughs> I was just going to say that. That was my line, and now I have nothing. Uh, early this morning... <laughs> that's my funny story. <laughs> what was I thinking? Uh, early this morning, I, I, I woke up, and my wife... Uh, I woke her up, too. And we started going through, what could I say for funny stories? And I talked about, well, was that time in the... No. And I went through dozens, and I've been censored here by our chaplain to not give you any ideas that might lead into difficulty or lead you astray in your walk. 
So what you're going to get is something down like 200 on my list. It's not going to be terribly funny, but it's mildly funny. And then I'll tell an ironic one and shut up so my colleagues can have some time. Uh, my, my history students want me to say, I know, that the past is a foreign country. They did things differently there. And ENC was a different place back then. And there were traditions that, when we were in school, were still in place, but by the time we graduated, I think we wrecked a few of them. One of those grand traditions was that men had to dress up for every uh, Sunday noon lunch. We were supposed to wear a coat and a tie, at least for our freshman year. So what does an enterprising uh, young freshman male do when he wants to be, uh, abide by the rule but have a little fun with it? So I went down to the Goodwill store and got a suit for 50 cents. The person at the, at the, at the store said, this is a wonderful buy. You know, it was the gro most grotesque, baggy, ugly thing. I got one of these wide ties with, uh, I think, swans on it. And that's how and a bunch of us did this. And that's how we dressed. See, it was really funny. Uh, and that's how we dressed up. And after a while, <laughs> I'm getting heckled by my friends. Wasn't that funny now? Yes. <laughs> Now, uh, Dr. York, so could you tell us what your nickname was and uh, the meaning behind it? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, my nickname was Dirt. <laughs> because Dirty Dawn had a certain ring to it and it had the ring of authenticity to my lifestyle at that time. Uh, <laughs> it, it got shortened to Dirt in a uh, football game that we were playing somewhere around here, just fooling around, and a guy lateraled a ball to me and got tackled as he was trying to say, here, Dirty Don, and the only thing that came out was dirt. <laughs> that wasn't that funny. A funny story? <laughs> I'd like to say Dr. <laughs> and Dr. Lanham was also the student body president, I believe, is that correct? Yeah, yeah maybe I could say something about that. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm censoring all these other stories, but um, I, I did run for a student body president, and uh, at the time, this had been a totally male uh, situation up to that point, and I had been kind of talked into going ahead and running, and it was a little scary, and it was, uh, it was for me, it was a little frightening. So one of the traditions that we had in when we uh, campaigned was that we had half of Gardner Hall and on the outside, and we could put up a sign, and it was very visible, and we could really, uh, could, it was a great marketing tool. So I came out that night, right before the, the uh, campaign was supposed to begin, and I turned, and I had, I had already put up my sign, and it was sort of a regular size sign, and, and then I uh, looked, came back later, and I looked, and there was a sign from the top of Gardner to the steps with a huge male symbol. And the, the caption on that was, so-and-so, the man for the job. I thought, oh, my word. <laughs> so, but the, the great part was that I won. So, <laughs> so one of my really treasured pictures is a picture of me in front of that sign. So that's <laughs> And Jane, now, uh, Dr. Yerkser shared with me that your philosophy while a student was, if you're going to sin, sin boldly. That's what Dr. Yerkser said was, <laughs> was for you. Uh, do I get that right? It was... uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that's not the case. First, that's, tell us, your, 
First, tell us your years of service, because Dr. Cameron made it very clear that your presence here over the last 37 years has really been a stabling force as things change throughout the institution and administrations, but you have been a stabling presence here at ENC, a real significant piece. And so we thank you for that. And um, share with us something of your time here at ENC. It can be a sin, or it can be... <laughs> I did not sin when I was here. <laughs> that, is, that, that is a false rumor. Um, Susan Watkins also said that. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead, continue, please. I have been here for 37 years. Uh, I, I quit my job one day, and the next day Dick Pritchard was in my church in Augusta, and he said, how would you like to work at Eastern Nazarene? And I said, mm, maybe, and then I came, and my interview was, would you like the job? And that was the first and only question, and I took the job. And, uh, but my time here as a student was one of the best times of my life, and I hope each one of you are enjoying your time here. I know the classes sometimes can be tough and, and all of that, but don't get, involved, don't get bogged down with that. Just enjoy your fellowship with each other because your friendships you make here will be your friendships throughout life. Um, in, in fact, Jan and I used to be friends. Used to be friends. <laughs> we still are. Okay, then she was, became president. <laughs> I, know. I was the man. <laughs> No, and uh, for birthdays, we would do these dress-up parties, and again, I think it must have been a theme when when we were in school, and we had these missionary barrels where people would honestly give these clothes that were going to be sent to the mission field, and it would be hats and heels and dresses, and for birthdays, we had to dress up in these outfits, and then we would cook special meals and eat in the laundry room in Spanish. And, and, just ha- and we just think we were having the best time. Now, I know some of you are going to go out and try that this weekend. I don't think so, actually. I don't think anyone's... I know the student body. I don't, I don't think they're going to... Okay. We'll start with Dr. Scott here. Um, professor, most influential in your life. In professor, life. most influential in my life. It was very much different, but I... You, Kids, what you will understand 40 years from now is how fast time passes and how well you remember sitting out there as a student watching all the old folks on the, I had to use that word, the president told me I had to say old folks up on the platform on homecoming weekend. It's not me, though. Just but the time goes quickly. <laughs> You'll be there. You'll be there. But when we were here... Things, as you already know, were different in a lot of ways. Some differences were wonderful. Some differences weren't so good. But our professors were from different places than your professors are now. And if you just listed what the criteria were for some of them to work here, um, you might think, wow, how did you learn anything and where did these people come from? Because ENC was a place often for people to come and be employed if their uh, husband was a minister and died in service. And we had a lot of ministers, widows working here. And we had a lot of what we fondly might have referred to occasionally as old maids who worked in the, on campus. But you will recognize the names of these old maids. Oh, dear. <laughs> One of them. You like to call them unmarried. 
they were old maids then, now they're unmarried. <laughs> a couple of the names you'll recognize um, as the ones that were here at the time. Uh, Alice Spangenberg, you probably heard that name somewhere here, taught the education, teaching of children's literature classes. Uh, it was unusual, I was in an unusual situation. Unlike my colleagues here who had the benefits of four years at ENC, I had had to go to that new Zone Nazarene College in Ohio, which was later to become Mount Vernon Nazarene University for some personal reasons. My dad made me. <laughs> and, and my husband and I were married a week after we got our associate's degree in Ohio and came here to Eastern Nazarene College as juniors that weren't really that highly thought of here because that New Nazarene College in Ohio had pulled pretty much the financial resources out from under Eastern Nazarene College at that time. So there were a lot of mixed emotions as we came, and we had formed our allegiances in Ohio, and we were married and off campus, so we had some different experiences here. But Dennis and I were married, and by my senior year, we were expecting our first child. There are certain benefits to having an old maid for a teacher when you're a senior in college because she thought, since Miss Spangenberg thought, that I was in a very fragile condition. And frequently she would check on how tired I was and if I didn't need to rest. And I don't think I completed one paper in that class, and I got an A. <laughs> Allow me to jump in here. I, yeah. uh, this is not encouragement to go out I wasn't and finished. And then have a child uh, before you graduate. That's not the message. Married. I didn't have her before. I had her a week after. Please continue. Don, feel free to share any story you'd like now, because obviously we've, we've just done. <laughs> the, other, the, the teacher that really had the most wonderful effect on me, of course, as an education major, who went into education because I thought you got summers off and had lots of vacations and all of that. It was a really ignorant choice for those reasons. But I had Gwen Mann for my education primary courses. And we moved from here to seminary shortly after we had that child. Corey, are you listening? Yes, I am. Sorry. <laughs> we moved to seminary shortly after I had that child. <laughs> and I had to work because my husband was in school and I had to find a job. Chapel I mean, ends in about five, ten minutes. So yeah. I, no, I'm not done yet. I just started. <laughs> Give me that folder. And... Uh, I went to work at public schools in Kansas City, Missouri, and I had the materials that Gwen Mad had us create here at ENC. And I had teacher after teacher, way back 40 years ago, say, where did you go to school? I wish we had had training like you have had training. And that's a wonderful thing, and that continues. Do not skip your papers. And don't get married before you graduate. <laughs> I'm still married to the same guy. Dan, tell us what you do here at ENC. I think maybe some of our traditional students may not be familiar with uh, our other campus and our work. Tell us there. And then uh, a professor that made a profound influence on your life. First, I want to say that is not what I looked like 40 years ago. <laughs> I, uh, they didn't have photos back then for you, so we, we couldn't find that. <laughs> Only black and white. We had Polaroids. <laughs> My name is Dan McCabe, and uh, I work on the other side of the ocean called Hancock Street. 
at the old colony campus a mile from here. And I think this is my second chapel in 10 years. So I'm not sure how to behave this morning. But uh, um, I, I'm involved in academic advising and adjunct uh, professorship uh, for our adult uh, students. Uh, isn't God good? He answered our prayer about levity, having levity uh, this morning. And I think my colleagues have provided that. Uh, I'm responding to one of Corey's requests to share, uh, share some encouraging words to the current students about your faith. And uh, first of all, I want to thank God that after 40 years after leaving this school, I find myself back on the platform of a church because in 40 years, a journey can take you many places. And I'm humbled and blessed to, to be in God's house with God's people this morning. Just, just briefly, what, what I have learned uh, after graduating from ENC and being involved in a number of different organizations, 22 years at a high-tech company called Data General Corporation, uh, two and a half years in a desert of an organization called Walmart, and <laughs> coming up to my 10-year anniversary at Eastern Nazarene College, I have found that Eastern Nazarene College was so much more than just an academic institution. And the faith that I found and forged here has sustained me, and even though I've had a few prodigal moments and detours, it has been uh, my relationship with God, my faith in God, that has kept me on or very close to the path that he has set for me. And. Uh, when I say that this school is so much more than just an academic institution, I know that is the major part of your focus right now, but you will find as you encounter obstacles that the faith that, that is grown here will be the strength and the fuel and the resource that will help you deal with the difficulties, the trials, the obstacles, the challenges that life will bring to you. It will be that faith that will give you the strength to deal with what our culture right now is not currently a friend of our faith. And uh, uh, so you, you will have the opportunity to be a conduit of Christ's love to your community, to your culture, and it is the love that you bring to those challenges and those obstacles that will differentiate you from the rest of your culture, and it will be the matter.